This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Fallen Angel surprised me because by then bronze was with Chrysalis. And I remember vividly taking it to Chrysalis and they had one of these big meetings where 20 people turn up and you play the record to them. And they actually clapped after some track, so they must have liked something there. But I didn't think it was that good. Hey, you're listening to Day by Day Uriah Heap and... Somehow we survived yesterday listening to Innocent Victim and we made it. We made it through. Please, Uriah Heep, help us recover with your 12th album, Fallen Angel, released in 1978. The third album with a consistent lineup. We've still got singer John Lawton. Once again, very embarrassing cover artwork including a nip slip. Nick Box described the album as too poppy. Um, All Music Guide called the album too eccentric to fit the bill of an AOR record. Also, I think Ken Hensley is not getting along with the rest of the band. I think they're fighting over credit and money, and Ken Hensley is insisting on getting more writing credits and stuff like that. Um, I think it's really Mick Box and Ken Hensley who are the founding members. Well, sort of. I mean, Ken, you know, Mick Box really founded the band. But, you know, now that David Byron is gone, it's really a power struggle, I think, between Mick Box and Ken Hensley. Also, another tidbit is the constant presence of John Lawton's wife on tour led to him getting fired. So that's an interesting and kind of a familiar dynamic. Uh, You know, just watch Spinal Tap, right? All right, so John Lawton's going to be out after this album. Hopefully he redeems himself on this record. Because although he did good stuff with Lucifer's Friend, he has not been good for Uriah Heep. Please redeem yourself, John. Let's find out.
Fallen Angel kicks off with a song called Woman of the Night, written by Mick Box, John Lawton, and Lee Kerslake. Alright, at least this sounds like Deep Purple or something and not the Eagles. Like the you know, like some of that more recent shit. Um They dropped the ball in the chorus, which your eye heaps seem to do a lot, but this isn't terrible. You know, so hey. We couldn't really say that about most of the songs on the previous couple albums. Um, song number two, Falling in Love. It's a rock song. Not a Doobie Brothers song, but it's not a well-written rock song. Simple and flat and not very good. Third song on the album, One More Night, parentheses, Last Farewell. Uh-oh. Pretty crappy boogie rock, paint by numbers. The kind of song a bar band would be playing like in the background in an 80s movie on Cinemax. So, you know.
Up next, Put Your Lovin' On Me, written only by John Lawton. You know, I see a song with that title, and it's not going to be good. And it's not. It's going through the motions. It's like a bad Boston song. And, you know, I like some Boston songs, but some Boston songs I really do not like. And this is, like, one of the Boston songs that I don't like. Side one ends with a song called Come Back to Me by Lee Kerslake and Ken Hensley. Another of those obvious ballads from Uriah Heep that just do not really hit the mark. So, you know, we've learned on these episodes that I'm not really into Uriah Heep ballads. They're not as bad as Uriah Heep, Soft Rock, or Doobie Brothers songs, but... Pantheon listeners, Christian Swain here. You caught me just finishing up some editing on Getting Real with John and Beth. I want to share my first experience with Factor Meals for you. I think you'll find this interesting because I bet the same thing happens to you. I had just received my first shipment from Factor Meals the other day, and I was excited to try one of the prepared restaurant-quality meals for myself. Anyway, I was working away and noticed it was very late, and it was my night to make dinner. I jumped up and headed to the kitchen, went to grab the ingredients for the dish I was going to make, and realized I was missing a prime ingredient. Well, 
I could make a run to the store, or I could make one of my new factor meals. <laughs> Actually, the choice was easy. I grabbed a cavatappi, an Italian-style pork ragu with garlic broccoli, heated the oven per instructions, and minutes later was enjoying a very delicious, nutritious, and dietitian approved meal. It really was everything factor meals said it would be. No prep, no mess meals. Factor meals are 100% ready to heat and eat. Take it from me and head to factormeals.com slash pantheon50 and use the code Pantheon50 to get 50% off. That's factormeals.com slash Pantheon50 and use the code Pantheon50 to get 50% off. Hey, Pantheon listeners, Christian Swain again with something every podcast listener and music junkie needs to hear. As I'm sure you can guess, I listen to a lot of podcasts. I also listen to a lot of music, so having high-quality headphones and earbuds are absolutely critical to my day. Oh, and I have numerous pairs. In fact, I have a junk drawer of used devices that have bitten the dust, so I've tried them all. Recently, I was sent a pair of earbuds by Raycon, and the first thing I noticed was the cost. Uh, Looks like their products are about half the price of other premium brands. Okay, that's cool. And the reviews seem pretty stellar. Okay, checks that box. So I got my Raycon Everyday Earbuds, a nice packaging to open, and what I immediately noticed were the pack of ear tips for sizing. Uh, I'll tell you, I have small ear canals. Uh, I know a flaw. So to see choices for the best fit, uh, especially while exercising, uh, oh yeah. And yes, they were immediately comfortable. Sound quality was great too. Plus I have three EQ options that I love because I like more bass in my music and less in the podcasts. Eight hours of playtime for the battery is great as well. Surround sound, noise canceling, and awareness mode all included. I think I'm in business, and I just realized I've had them in all day. Like I said, super comfortable. Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. All right, let's flip the record over and hope it gets better. Side 2 kicks off with a song called What Do You Say? Not good, soft rock. Second song on side two, Save It. Boogie Rock, Nothing to Offer, Doobie Brothers Chorus, Awful. Awful. 
Third song on side two, Love or Nothing. No. Fucking Yacht Rock or the Eagles, really bad. John Lawton wrote the next song. What's it gonna be? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. This is actually a Uriah Heep song. Holy shit. A bludgeoning hard rocker. Finally a song I like. Nice harmonies, great verse, punchy chorus, even a good bridge. This song is a home run and it was written by John Lawton. It seems like it's been a few albums, but finally, Another great song from Uriah Heep, I'm Alive.
let's hear how this album ends. It ends with the title track, Fallen Angel. <laughs> oh no. Pretty lame. Not a good song. But I'm Alive is fucking great. So we did get a great song finally. Not a great album. In fact, a bad album. But best song we've heard in a while from Uriah Heep called I'm Alive. Best song in five albums. Hopefully we'll get more I'm Alive type material on the next album, Conquest. Let's find out tomorrow. 